0: all right guys welcome to episode seven of mass appeal i'm your host mark lewis i'm here with jay fine today what's going on guys how we doing what is happening to everybody guys what's going on um guys just a solo show today just me and jay fine we have no guest um which is actually kind of refreshing for a change kind of challenges me to go to a deeper script you know what I mean? Deeper uh, show notes and stuff like that. But you know what? That's totally fine. we still got a couple of stuff. We're going to do a sports-heavy show, mix them with some local stuff at the end. All right? So it's kind of half and half. First half, we're going to do some sports, local, national. Second half, um, we'll get into some pizza talk and some other stuff with like local food and shit. All right? Um, to start today, Jay Fine. Um, Coach K is done. He's done. That's it. It's no really more. sad to see. You, you know what? He. I think he wanted that game – obviously he wanted
1: that game so badly, but like you could see the hurt in his eyes afterwards. That was the first time Duke
0: and North Carolina have ever played in the tournament that isn't that weird I, I when I heard it, I couldn't believe it that is it's just a thing you don't even really think about you know what I mean and then it's like no. it's this stat that gets thrown at you and you're like, what like you know what not what I mean? to
1: mention that like. North Carolina ruined his his going away party at home at Cameron Indoor Stadium uh to end the regular season. They got they Duke, got right?
0: his ass this they they got his ass this year, man. So
1: yeah, it's tough, man. That's a tough pill to swallow if you're your coach K. How do you feel about Coach K? Because uh,
0: there's a couple of guys. I know the kid Reeks from Barstool hates him and he's but he's a, but Riggs is a Kentucky fan, which is like, please give me a break.
1: So Coach K and Duke, I feel like are like very polarizing you either love them or you hate them hate right them lit, i find i don't you know. find many people that are like indifferent about them you know right. what i mean
0: uh i
1: think that like when it comes to duke
0: can like, i can i not insert myself immediately into this co- like yes, I, i'm honestly kind of indifferent on duke I swear to god yes okay. word to god i've never been like a hater yeah um but i never like loved duke i like jj reddick a lot remember yeah. i was a big jj Redick fan in high school yeah that's really like pretty much it and i was like grant hill Grant Hill was my, like, all-time, like, underrated, like, if he didn't get hurt NBA player or whatever. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I, so, look, they've had some good players come to the program. Like, they've been successful for a long time. I I don't really know why people don't like Duke. Maybe it has to do with the fact that they're, like, kind of like uh, – I think like, it's the fans. It could be the fans. It could be the fact that they're kind of like a – preppy like nose in the air type of school you know what i mean maybe people like are put off by that but i don't know
0: i don't think they i don't think they come off the same obviously as kind of like the you know the the salt of the earth nitty-gritty like you know public schools and right you know state schools and stuff like that and i definitely think duke gives off big like daddy's money vibes which again is like Can't really, like, hate people for that. Only when it becomes a part of your personality is it a problem. You know what I mean? If your parents are wealthy and you're not a douchebag, like, great, good for you. But, like, um... Yeah,
1: no, I I, I know what you're saying. I mean... Really? Is that better, by the way, for the mic? Yeah, to give it a little turn, a little twist. Oh, a little, oh, a little twist. There you go. Oh, oh shit, okay. There we go. Yes, sir.
0: Jay Fine just texted me something. He absolutely didn't have to text me and could have just said it over the mic while we were recording Yeah, I was trying it. to be discreet, didn't really you just had it. You had such a really sheer good. look of panic in your face, too. I don't know why you just freaked out <laughs> yeah, like that. Uh, I thought something happened. I thought you got a text somebody got hurt or no. some family member was in trouble or something. You just had a look of sheer panic on your face. Oh, well,
1: look, when you're in the production seat, every little thing, man. It really
0: is. That just yeah. shows how much you pay attention to shit. <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, what was I going to say? But yeah, no, I think that Duke is like, are they, I don't want to say, are they the Patriots of college basketball? I don't want to say this. I don't want to, I, I don't want to drag the Pats into this Duke comparison. Cause I, it's, I don't think it's fair to say it because I think there are
1: teams that like in the last say 20 years, right. Have right. had just as much success, if not more than Duke. Right. Whereas who's like, had more. More, I would say. I mean, more might be tough. I would say right up there, North
0: Carolina regular regular season success. You could say somebody like Gonzaga, Gonzaga, because they're like consistently a one seed. I mean if you look at what Villanova's
1: done, Villanova's gone to the final four I think four times, five times in the last like I feel like years, no one years. pays attention
0: to Villanova. No I feel one like pays they're kind of quietly really really good. They're right. like
1: a kind of a powerhouse actually. They they 100% are and they Kentucky's a, a joke. At least one or two national championships. Kentucky, yeah, I I don't know if I can ever really take Can I tell seriously? you something about
0: Kentucky honestly in all of professional? Yeah. And professional and college sports. Yeah. I, I coach Cal is the coach that I can't stand the most. I can't fucking stand him.
1: I, I he comes off
0: as a day. sleazy snake oil salesman with the slick back hair and the trench coat. He Get is. the fuck out of here. You douchebag! Like, I cannot. And he's always, always with the like <laughs> players coach. Like, Hey, you're you're unbelievable. We're gonna get you ready to go. Beep and, meh, 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 meh. and then he comes off as the guy who, like tries to fuck your mother too. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> totally gives me off those kinds of a Coach is a fucking. I- I'm sorry, snake oil salesman. Decent recruiter, just based on program prestige and like alumni. But like, Coach, I'm good on Coach Cal. Well, he's may- got one national championship. He's a decent
1: recruiter because I would bet money that he's a. Sneaky bastard! He's paying all these players on the table. Doing, I mean, like, if you want to talk about a program and a coach that I would put at the top of my most likely to be, you know, cheating the system and being scumbags, I mean,
0: he's up there. Hundred percent. He's got the face. He's got the face. He's got the sleaze bag, fucking snake oil salesman face.
1: Yeah,
0: that's it. Like, I can't. I just can't stomach him. I like Coach K way more than Cal. I can tell you that much.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. It, and people some hate people coach, are the exact opposite, though.
0: Do you think Coach, do you think he really is that patronizing to players like after the game? It's like always like finds a way to talk to the team's best player and stuff. Uh, that is kind of annoying. I, I, I do see that. So, look, a part of me
1: takes it as like, part of me sees it and I'm like, okay, it's kind of like a sign of respect. Like he's acknowledging like the battle that like his opponent but, fought. But, but, but like, he
0: also strikes me as like, you're right, but he also strikes me as like the Dwayne Wade type. Like he always knows where there's a camera. Yeah. Oh yeah. Always knows where the camera is. For sure. That's what made Dwayne Wade fucking insufferable. You know what I'm saying? Right. With the whole retirement tour. Did he ruin retirement tours, by the way? Dwayne Wade? Yeah. He uh They haven't been the same since him.
1: He's up there. I mean Dwayne Wade, though. Dwayne Wade is an interesting case because I feel like I've learned more about him post basketball than I have. I agree with you. Basketball. I do agree with you. Do you know what I mean. But I
0: think that you saw guys. No one really want. Like it all started with like with the Mar. I gotta say the first one though was Mariano Rivera. Remember when he retired? Yeah, I do. That was- with the retirement, every stadium gave him like a gift, and it was a pregame ceremony. Like Big get Bobby, the-
1: same thing happened with him. Big Bobby. Really though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a huge deal. Big poppies. Yeah, that's tour. true. Yeah, that's true. But it was Red Sox fans. We loved it.
0: I know. Yeah. And I hate it. I, I kind of hate. It. Yeah. You know what? I didn't even think about it because you know why I didn't pay that much attention to it. I just like I I was like, you know, I don't do the retirement tour thing is the worst thing in professional sports right now.
1: So let me ask you this, because this is actually one of my gripes okay. with the Tom, with the recent Tom Brady retirement. Obviously, that's all changed now. He's back in the league. He's playing for at least another year. One of the things I was pissed about was
0: that he didn't get a retirement tour. How do you feel about that? Were you happy? I'm, go- that he I'm didn't? glad he didn't. I'm no. glad. I, I'm mad that he kind of did the back and forth thing in the off season, but I'd rather him do it then. Right. I would much rather him do it then than all season. You know, you have people. The only guy that should be mad about this retirement thing is the guy, the idiot that po- that that paid five hundred grand for the uh, for the last touchdown. Yeah, that was that was bad. You're a loser. <laughs> You're a gigantic loser. Um, <laughs> massive loser. But I'm just I'm glad that it doesn't become this like drawn out where it's like a ceremony everywhere and people have to sit there and watch this pregame and shit and watch a team like sit like, hey, you kicked the shit out of us for years, but here's a fucking silver football. Get the fuck out of here. Please, I'm so, I, I'm glad that he didn't do the retirement. You see guys are getting away from it now. Look at Ryan Getzlav; just did it with Anaheim. He just said, hey, I'm retiring at the end of the year with a month left in the season, right? Um, you saw it with, what's his name? Dirk Nowitzki. Remember Dirk?
1: Yeah,
0: oh yeah. Um, didn't want anything. Just was like, no, no thanks. Um, did they do anything for Kobe Bryant? Did he have like a retirement tour thing? So, I don't know
1: about a tour. I remember not the
0: tour, but like you get what I mean, like the I, whole I, fucking everywhere we went was an event.
1: I'm trying to remember I don't know why do I
0: not remember this I don't remember maybe that's either. a good thing I
1: do remember do you remember his last game as a the Laker? last game's
0: different, yeah, that's totally different, yeah, yeah,
1: They're obviously I mean they he's did. like,
0: yeah, I'm taking fifty five shots, fuck you guys, crazy, yeah, yeah that was, right,
1: yeah, and uh. And, they, yeah, they came back and won. I think it was against, like, the Timberwolves or something. But, yeah, I remember – like
0: Some shit bum team. Right. Yeah, that was,
1: like, the extent I remember of his tour. He could have gotten into like, an elaborate one. I just don't remember it.
0: I don't remember it either. Again, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. Because I remember this Dwayne Wade, Wade, yeah. Dwayne Wade one being fucking insufferable.
1: And to be honest, it's kind of funny <coughs> because I give Dwayne Wade respect as a good basketball player. Like, he was a champion. I do, too. He was
0: great. But, like – And sorry, Celtics fans. Yes, he was better than Paul Pierce.
1: I, I I could see that argument, but I, by the same token, like he is like if it, I know, I, forget how you feel about farewell tours. If a farewell tour was to be had, he is like so borderline, it like being able absolutely fucking one. Like, lootly, you know what I mean? Like so borderline, that, he's yes. really pushing it, trying to give himself a farewell. Yeah, tour. like you know,
0: Brady deserves a farewell tour. Michael Jordan deserves a right. farewell tour. Hell, even Kobe Bryant, I would say. Right? Uh, excuse me, Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi. These guys that are generational, excuse me, players in their respective sport.
1: Right. hundred percent.
0: Not Dwayne Wade. Who's like, he'll probably end up in the, he'll end up in the hall of fame. Yeah. He's a hall of famer, but like, does every hall of famer deserve a, a farewell tour? No. Fucking no.
1: No. I also want to point out with Dwayne Wade too. Uh, he got his championships when he joined up with Shaq and then LeBron. So like, Dwayne Wade also was not someone who like, yeah, he was a good player on his own, like he he was able to
0: But you got to remember though, I got to say, I got to give him a lot of credit for the first one because it was just him and Shaq really. And then you had a bunch of role players. You
1: did. You Which did. is
0: fine. You know, you had him at the, you had him in the in the front uh, uh the backcourt, sorry. Shaq up front. <laughs> Who, did they, who else do they have? Uh, like James a, Posey. I think he still had like a. Was it Alonzo Mornings? Alonzo, yeah. Them? I mean, like, that was like his last, like, yeah, his last, last run. Then you had uh, Udonis Haslam. Yeah. Who was pretty good at the time. Yeah. He he he, he, he carved out a pretty good career, Udonis. He is did. he still playing? What is the deal with that?
1: I don't think. He's no way. Did you
0: he's see the whole cool. thing with him and Jimmy Butler a couple weeks ago? No. Like a week ago? Like on the court? Yeah. Oh, so he is playing? No, but he's like, it's weird. He's like. Like a player coach type of thing? Kind of. But, like, he's on the bench, yeah, he plays like three minutes a night, I think, I think, but he's like in a fucking sw- like a like a like a sweatsuit, like the a warm up suit, yeah, and it's just a real bizarre thing, I don't know what he's doing, I don't know what it is, I don't know what they have him doing.
1: I would like to know what he's getting paid to do that. So would I, I would
0: as well. I mean, he's made his money. It's a three-time champ. You know what I mean? Yeah. We can get a stat check on that, please. Like what's going on with Udonis has if you want. Yeah. I, I'm,
1: I'm
0: actually, um, too. but like I said, I got to give him Dwayne Wayne credit for the first one. Um, you know, he just had Shaq. They needed help. They needed a He needed a big man down low. They went and got the piece. Hell Kobe needed Shaq man. You know what I'm saying? He did. He did no, I, I, I,
1: you know, when I say that, I don't, I don't mean to take away from Dwayne Wade. Because and you know what? It's just... funny
0: though when I when I hear this argument with people, like, what is who's the last NBA player to just win it? Like, like you're like, yo, this dude literally just won it by himself. Kawhi.
1: But I put an asterisk on that one. I put an asterisk on that one because he played his run through the Eastern Conference was a joke. The Eastern Conference was that was probably was like ass. The, the worst that the Eastern Conference is. And ever the been. the Warriors had what like hurt. two out of their three big three guys hurt. They were they were super hurt. I'm pretty sure for the last couple of games of that series they didn't have Clay Thompson. They didn't have Draymond Green. Green right. Yeah, uh, exactly. So like, like who do you huge yeah. asterisk on that? There's an asterisk, yeah. But I that's probably the last time I've seen it done. Right. Also Udonis Haslam is currently 41 years old and he's still playing with the Miami Heat.
0: He is playing with the Heat yeah. then. Yeah. Okay. Wow.
1: 41.
0: But I guess longevity helped, dude. He's, he's averaged like three minutes in a, a game for like the last four years. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess you're still playing, right?
1: It's kind of uh, – yeah, you got to give it to him. He's found a way to extend his career. Yeah, he
0: has three found a way to extend so, yeah. his fucking career. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. But either way, him and Jimmy Butler got into it because Jimmy Butler was like going at Eric Spolstra. And it was just like – I don't know if it was like a competitive thing or whatever the fuck. And, you know, it was just a weird thing. Like – I forget the ins and outs of it from last week. It was it's kind of like an old story. It's really not even news anymore, but that just made me think of Udonis Haslem basically. Um next segment here. Uh the Celtics are hot, man. Yeah. And I'm not even a big Celtics guy. You know this, but I hey, listen. I I like what the what they're finding their identity as. They play fucking phenomenal defense, which I love. And they're finding ways to they're, – they're, they're just – it seems like they're clicking at the right time. You know what I mean?
1: 100%. I mean you see this all the time in sports with different teams. Like it's the professional seasons are long, right? They are and some long. teams, like they peak at the beginning of the year and by the end of the year they're fizzling out. Like Celtics, fortunately for us, they started off – we were all crashing our heads and now they're peaking. But am I wrong for saying I don't have a ton of confidence in them? like like I I Who are
0: two teams you put above them? Golden State and who? All
1: right, let me rephr- let me rephrase it. It's not okay. necessarily that I'm currently putting teams above them. Mm-hmm. It's just in the past and even th- like back at the beginning of this year, I've seen so much I don't know, nonsense or lack of resiliency mm-hmm. out of the Celtics team. that mm-hmm. just because they're clicking now, completely agree. I'm not automatically penciling them into the NBA Finals. Nor am I. You know what Right. I,
0: mean? I think they I, I think it's Eastern Conference Finals or bust.
1: It's got I mean, it's gotta be at this point. If you get bounced in one of the first two rounds, you're better
0: than the Nets, you're better than fucking Philly. Yeah. You're better than Miami. I mean, who else is? I mean, you're you're. I think you're on par with Milwaukee.
1: Par with Milwaukee. Toronto is playing well too.
0: I don't know how, but they They're are the
1: best defensive team in the league right now. Are they Toronto, really?
0: Yeah. Fucking how? I couldn't tell you. Siakam and who? Fred fucking Fred Vliet. Like who's even up there right now? Like who do they got? What do they got?
1: To be honest, in a weird way, that's the ty- against this Celtics team, that's the type of team that scares me more than like a Brooklyn Nets or the Seventy Sixers. Like a team that has like a bunch of like selfless, like nobodies that are out mm-hmm. to prove something that yeah. play good team basketball, they're well coached, they're airtight on defense. Yeah. That team scares me more against the Celtics, or that like archetype of a team scares mm-hmm. me more against the Celtics than like uh star studded like Brooklyn Nets or seventy six. Like I think like
0: Cleveland would be a tough matchup, kind of. I think Almost. Cleveland would
1: probably be, in my opinion, I think Cleveland's the toughest matchup other than Toronto. That they
0: They're have. scrappy, dude. They got an identity, man. Those guys are fucking Colin Sexton. I love Darius Garland. They got a good like group of guys over there. Also, dude, like, what? Forgive me for not paying this close attention to the NBA. Is Memphis still like cruising? There or did they come back down earth?
1: Um, I don't want to. Speak ignorantly on that. I think they're, st- I mean, they're still really good. Uh, they may have come back down to earth a teeny bit, but I, like, they're still top of the I league.
0: mean, John ja Morant's a top three player in the league.
1: John ja Morant reminds me of a young Kobe Bryant.
0: Yes, he does. It? Yep. He's athletic at the hoop. So athletic. Shoots pretty well.
1: Killer He's instinct. quick.
0: Yeah. Killer instinct. He's a closer. Oh, where do you put Chicago? Still a good team. I mean, they kind of remind me of the Celtics just with a little less star power.
1: I would agree. That, again, that's another scary team. Like the East, the East to me is filled with scary teams that have the potential to like come together that just don't get any attention because of their lack of star power. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, the Celtics, are, I think, are the best of those teams. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you can't get caught, though.
0: No, you it know? doesn't. No, it doesn't at all. You know what I mean? And I think this Robert Williams injury is going to end up being all right. Think it's gonna be fine. I think it all—it came out that he's pretty oh he's he's pretty good to go, as far as this injury not being like a long term thing, or hindering him into the playoffs. It seems like this meniscus tear ended up the best way it possibly could. Which good, thank God. I mean, here's the thing: even without him, you're still fucking really good.
1: You are. I I do think you need someone like he's he's grown and matured so much he has year, i mean already. he really
0: it looked like he was gonna just be like an okay like role player and like no the dude's like a star
1: he is and like he part of it too is like he has that that quick first step that mm-hmm. athleticism that ability to get up off the ground like a half a second quicker than anybody else
0: kind of like joel he, Embiid does but no he's obviously not as good as joel Embiid.
1: right no but jo- well so all right with joel Embiid, like Joel Embiid's, like, he's big and he's strong and, like, he's crafty, right? Would
0: you trade Robert Williams right now with, like, an asset for Joel Embiid? Yes. I love Joel Embiid. I've grown to like Joel Embiid. I used to think he was a fucking tool. And now I like Joel Embiid a lot. I love his mindset. I love his mentality. You know why? Because I – you know where I respected Joel Embiid the most? One, because he fucking hates Ben Simmons. Two – when somebody asked him like what's the what's it like with this rivalry that's building with you guys in boston he's like there's no rivalry they kick our ass every single time and i was it's like, like it is. this guy fucking gets it i respect that guy 100% cuz he's right he, he was right. right but he's you just, know what else he does though which i
1: which i love which we've talked about this you don't see this enough in professional sports especially in basketball is he is still down to not like I know he made that comment about the Celtics, but he's still down to have rivals and have enemies on other teams in, like other,
0: other. Oh, he place, doesn't you know do like, I mean? like the Instagram posts after game and shit like that. that, like yo, like, tweeting like, each other, yo, my boy, you out here. No, like you are his, when you play against him, you're you his, are his mortal enemy. And, yeah, mortal and I love enemy. that. I
1: love that. That used yeah. to be the
0: mentality of NBA everyone players, in right. the fucking NBA, besides like three guys. Yeah. Which is fine, I get that. You know, guys play against each other a long time. Right, journeymen I mean? who go for who played on twenty different teams in their career. It's you know, even play. even it goes past like 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 Bird and Magic later in their careers. We're like, all right, we kick the shit out of each other for like a hundred years. Like, I get it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. Um, but. I, I like that Joel Embiid's not trying to fucking be friends with everybody. And you know who else I love for that exact reason, too? Giannis. Nikola Jokic. Oh,
1: no, Jokic. He was actually, yeah, I was 100%. Nikola Jokic yeah. and Giannis. Yeah, they both. They, those, they all those hate three, everybody, man, and I yeah. fucking love it. We and notice, it.
0: they're the, like the three best fucking players in the league. <laughs> I know.
1: It's crazy. There's
0: no, that's the common denominator. These guys aren't out here like KD trying to play with everybody and be friends and yada, yada, yada. Uh, Whoever Kyrie Irving's a fucking weirdo. Like, all these other guys, I I think we're getting out of the least likable superstar era in the NBA. I really hope so. The era of, like, Carmelo Anthony, um, James Harden, fucking, I mean, Ben Simmons is young, but no one's ever going to like him. Kevin Durant. um, Trying to think of who else. Uh, That was, like, a buddy-buddy... Fucking super teamy uh, Le- I mean, type of guy, Ray
1: Allen. Su- yeah, super teamy.
0: But I- Ray uh, Allen was kind of super LeBron, teamy. Say. Lebron, yeah. Lebron, Le- right? Lebron, Lebron. Um, someone like a, I mean, against his will, but Russell Westbrook. But even still, I don't think people like Russell Westbrook to begin with. I've never met someone who's like a massive Russell Will Will right. Russell Westbrook fan.
1: Dwight Howard.
0: Dwight Howard. Even though I respected Dwight for the Lakers run a couple like a year ago, Dwight was. Dwight was a big part of that team. Yeah. Is he a Hall of Famer?
1: No. I don't
0: think wow. so. Wow. Really? I don't think so. Doesn't he have a couple DPOYs? He's got I a couple he's got, championships. he's got one. He's got, well, Doesn't he I, have two titles, if I'm not mistaken? While you're looking that up, I have to piss really quick. Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right. This is so. This is kind of interesting here. Okay.
0: A little interesting. He's got a better resume than you might think, by the way.
1: He does. So uh, I will say, interesting. I, I forgot that he was uh, the first overall pick of the draft in two thousand four. He, right? was, he the was the first overall he was the pick. Number
0: one overall pick. Never realized that. Was he worth it? Yes. No, and you
1: know what else I didn't even realize? He came right out of high school too. I yep. thought about that. He came he's right one of, of the last school. he's
0: one of the last guys to come out of Exactly, yeah. Him was school. like him
1: and like Kendrick Perkins. Just like some no, ball no, ball who
0: ball. was the last guy to come out of high played for the Celtics for a little bit. Trivia uh, question. Oh wow. Um, he was ass last player to come out of high school. Was it, I'm almost was, positive. Was it, was it Leon Poe? Nope. After him way after him. This guy I was on the Celtics him. as of like four years ago, I'm pretty sure. The last player to come out of high school. He was like a role player. He sucked. Who? Amir Johnson. Was he the last one to yeah. come out of high school? I'm almost, look it up. I'm almost well, positive you know, he's the it's last. That,
1: now that you say that, it does ring a bell. I'm almost
0: positive there. it's Amir Johnson. I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive it's him.
1: Okay, all right. Well, so Dwight Howard was, he was Mr. Georgia basketball 2004, came out of Southwest high
0: Atlanta Christian Academy, if I'm yes, not mistaken. Ex- you yes, like that? that yeah, you that. like that, J5. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was yep. a great snipe. Yep, ex- that's a snipe. I remember Dwight coming out um, back in the day. Yeah, that
1: was a, wow. Um, so yeah, he comes out. He's he has only won one NBA championship, right?
0: He didn't win one with Kobe.
1: He didn't. No, he won. Oh
0: no! Right, he was he was there in like uh like twenty eleven, twenty twelve. Bynum. That, you're thinking of Bynum? Yeah, Scott. you're right. It was Bynum. Yeah. I can't believe Bynum has an NBA championship. I oh know. my god! I forgot he was alive. It's, I know. Crazy. Holy shit!
1: Um, but all right, Dwight was an NBA champion in twenty twenty. Eight time NBA All Star, five time All NBA First Team. Uh,
0: yeah, this guy's a Hall of Famer, three man. Times, three
1: times, three-time NBA Defensive Player. Of this the guy's year. a Hall
0: of Famer. Yes,
1: four-time defensive all NBA All Defensive First Team. Um, Sounds five, like the Hall of Fame. He's the five-time NBA rebounding leader, two-times block leader. Christ. He was a slam dunk, slam dunk. Could you make a champion. could
0: you make a guess? Uh, 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 yeah. Could you make a? I don't know what the I completely just blanked on the phrase here. Could you make a case? Sorry. I don't know how that just took me so long to process that he's like better than Draymond. Uh, Listen, I think after Dwight kind of, I don't want to say left his prime. Draymond was the guy that came in right after and took over as best defensive player in the NBA. But shit, that resume is more stacked than I thought it was, dude.
1: That's a pretty good resume. That's a right?
0: fucking unreal resume. That guy is a beast.
1: Yeah. So, all right. Maybe, maybe he should get a little bit more respect than we thought.
0: Does he get in the Jay Fine Hall of Fame though?
1: I'm actually, I'm, I'm strongly reconsidering after you have to Hall Jay
0: Fine. Hall. He's in. That's crazy. If you're, you're a crazy person, if you don't put him in, you're a lunatic. I mean, that's crazy. You just listed off a laundry list of shit. That guy's I, a I beast. Know, I know. I Eight know. time All Star.
1: I guess my, I guess I'm guess i like stuck in that mindset of like, what have you done for me lately? Lately,
0: right. You exactly. But I mean? you know what? This is the problem when guys, when I say this, when guys play too long. Right. Case in point, Frank Gore, case in point, who's the most recent one, played too long. Last played four or five long? years in the league, he was just a bounce around role player playing five minutes a night. And he's a surefire Hall of Famer. In the NBA?
1: Yes. Oh, uh, who, who are you thinking of?
0: Vince Carter. yeah the last five years of his career what the fuck did he do nothing you're just in the league as a as a fucking bench role player yeah yeah that's That's what i mean i and it's such a weird thing i get why guys listen i get that guys like want to play and just don't want to retire like i get that play as long as you can i understand but when it comes to guys like like you're saying like uh what have you done for me lately what did vince carter do for the last five years of his career not much. Nothing, on shit bum teams. Remember with like the Hawks and all that shit. Like, like he was, they sucked. I think he was with the Ma- he went back to the Mavericks for a little bit. Does he have a title? Did he win it with the Mavericks in 08?
1: Vince Carter did win it with the Mavericks. With he was on that Dirk Nowitzki team. That's what I'm
0: saying. The 08 Mavericks. Right. That was a fun team. Very fun team. Fun team.
1: Especially because, do you remember, that was the first year? LeBron, LeBron was the super team. team. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. was fucking awesome. <laughs> that made it so
0: fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is Chris Bosh a Hall of Famer? Did he already get in? No, no. There's no way he already got in.
1: All right. I'm going to say Chris Bosh is not a Hall of Famer. I think I'm I'm more confident saying that, I think, than Dwight Howard. Let me. You want to you look up some yeah, of Yeah, let's see what Chris
0: Bosh is working with. Yeah. Because these are all oh, clip-worthy, by the way. Let's see. I'm going to go with yes because I think his resume actually surprises people. Yes, he's a three time NBA champion.
1: Let's see. Chris Bosch. He's, all right, fourth pick of the first round. Yep,
0: I remember that was in 03. Right. Uh, Yeah, in 03. Um, He went after D Wade. Let's see. Who went one in that draft? Oh, it was Darko Milicic, right? Or did Darko Milicic go two?
1: No, I believe he was let's see, let's say the
0: Yeah, the 03 NBA draft. That Melo, was a great draft Mello Mello was way. one?
1: Mello was one. Okay. Um it's yeah, it's known from having one of the most talented draft pools.
0: It's like the best draft ever. Oh no, I'm sorry, 3 yeah. oh, three. We're idiots. LeBron was number one. Yeah. Oh my so it god, goes, oh, my It goes god.
1: LeBron, Jesus Darko Christ. Dark <laughs> LeBron, Darko Milicic, Carmelo Anthony, yep. Chris Bosh,
0: Dwayne. Dwayne Wade, Wade. yep. Chris Kamen, who played, had a good career. Chris Kamen the had a good career. Yeah. Chris Kamen was good. Uh, he was with the Clippers forever. Kirk Heinrich. Another good career T. with J. the Bulls. TJ Ford,
1: who was an underrated guard in the league for
0: a Was while. he? I mean, Kirk Heinrich, dude, was a really good player for the Bulls for a while. Yeah. A lot of uh, years.
1: A couple of the good players came out of that. Luke and Nick Collison.
0: Yeah. Um, Nick Collison. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Didn't the Thunder just retire his number? Yeah, ridiculous! What the fuck is that? Absolutely,
1: I mean, look—is that, that
0: the worst number retiring ever? Nick Collison, <sighs> yeah, you were a role player.
1: It is, it's, it's kind of disgusting. I mean,
0: that's embarrassing, dude.
1: It's disgusting.
0: And you know what's funny? If I'm not mistaken, isn't that the first number that they ever retired? The Thunder. Think about it. How long have they even been around?
1: That's one. Well, so that was going to be my question: Is are the, like, did the Thunder kind of? Kd over. is Kd
0: is saying that he his number should have been should be retired by Oklahoma City and Golden State
1: and Golden State absolutely,
0: no, absolutely not in Golden State you're a moron Durant you're an absolute clown if you think Golden State should retire your number you were there for like two years what
1: did he even do in Oklahoma City aside from make them like he made them relevant but that's correct it. that's he it
0: he didn't win no so I you didn't win you I, didn't win you were good you were part of a good team you were a good player.
1: I mean, look, I guess if you're the Thunder, like, you, ha- to date, you've won zero titles. You mm-hmm. haven't had, like, KD is definitely the best player that's gone through that franchise. I can understand the argument being like, hey, if you're going to retire someone, it should be me. But I just don't think they should be retiring anybody right now. Like, I think they should at least get some success and have some more, like, his- like history, like, in that franchise before they start retiring. 100%. Numbers.
0: I agree with you a 1,000%. But
1: I- my question was going to be, are they – did they kind of pick up where the uh, the Sonics left off?
0: Yeah, because like, the Sonics fucking sucked before they they relocated. The
1: Sonics did the Sonics ever have a title?
0: No, they may, they might, yeah, they might in like the seventies. I think they have two. Look it up really quick. I'm
1: just like, if not all I tell you the, what to if do, if you like the,
0: I think the Sonics have a title. They lost in the finals to somebody. I think in the eight late eighties, nineties, they were good for like the seventies and the eighties. The '90s, they just became like kind of not. Actually, no, I lied. The '2000s, they became embarrassing,
1: right? Because they 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 won a championship
0: because they they had Gary Payton and Sean Kemp and those guys, and they were good.
1: So I guess that's kind of what that's kind of what I'm saying is like this team. If you have that much like history, Nick Collison is going to be the first like where you retire, right? I don't know.
0: Well, obviously they, but you got to think they they separated from Seattle. Because Seattle would have had Sean Kemp, Gary Payton.
1: So, well, so that's what I'm saying. Like, is do those guys like? Do we just ignore the history of the Sonics franchise? Like, I get you took the Seattle Sonics and you made them the Oklahoma City Thunder, but like, does that mean you get a blank slate? Yes. You
0: think? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. If the New England, like, so if, if the New England Patriots moved down to fucking Texas and became the Texas. Patriots. Patriots, like <laughs> I, like I. I know that sounds so stupid, but like, does no. that mean Tom Brady's number twelve isn't like shouldn't be retired down there?
0: No, it should because why? They're called the Texas Patriots. If they just took the franchise and said, "Hey, we're gonna be the Texas fucking assholes," guess what? <laughs> Tom Brady didn't play for the Texas assholes. Okay, you know right. what I'm saying? I get that. That's what that's what I mean by that. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, right. Fair enough. As of right now, Nick Collison is the worst number retiring, and not not. Professional sport. Actually, no. We got to look. Can we get a list of like people really quick of like that? You no, know, whose number like shouldn't be retired in professional sports. Cause I want to see who Nick, this Nick Collison number retiring compares to. Cause this is bad. Jay fine. Let's see. I, I can't even lie. I originally thought Tony Allen's by the Grizzlies was bad.
1: <laughs> the all right, worst retired numbers in sports. Let's see. This is an The Celtics about- have like five of them. Those guys from the fifties are pathetic uh oh yeah all right let's just run you want to run through this list real quick yeah of course i do all right it's 25 number 25 is how the entire nhl retired wayne gretzky's number
0: no that's bullshit that should absolutely be retired he's the greatest player in the history of the game should the nfl retire 12 should the nba retire
1: 23
0: i wouldn't hate i wouldn't hate either of those i wouldn't hate either of those they're your sports highest achievers If I – they are, but, like, if I was – On the North American Mount Rushmore professional sports, you – like, the four major American sports, Brady, Michael Jordan, and Wayne Gretzky are on that Mount Rushmore. I get it. It's just remaining to be seen on who baseballs would be.
1: I get it. I can, But I can understand being one of the franchises – if I'm one of the franchises he didn't play for being like, what? Cool. I respect him, but, like – he did nothing for my team Why? But I you know what
0: though? it would be it would be so weird to see seven.: you, especially listen, if he wore the number seven or like 14 or like 22 or some common number, I would say no. But he made 99 his own. He was the first guy in the league to wear 99. True. He made it his own, you know what I'm saying? And I think that I, I have no problem with that. I have absolutely no problem with that personally.
1: Well, all right. I mean, let's see if you agree with the rest of them. Number, okay. Number 24 is Reggie Jackson and the Yankees.
0: He was only there for like four years. Yeah. I also don't know that they want to no, know. Did they win it in 77?
1: He won two World Series and an AL MVP in 1970.
0: 1970- but he was only there for like four years, right? Because yeah. he hated Billy Martin. and Then he went to the A's. Right. Ah, uh, yeah. No, they should, his number should not be retired. Think about the guys that are retired by the Yankees. Yeah. Lou Gehrig, Yogi Berra, Babe Ruth, fucking um, now that's Mickey Mantle. Yeah, thinking. dude, that's like a murderer's row of retired numbers. It is. Those are some of the all-time greats to play the game of Absolutely. baseball. No, Reggie Jackson, no, that's bad. That's a bad retiring.
1: Number 23, Rick Lay in the Hartford Whalers. Uh, which I, I, I'm not too familiar with this, but I guess the weird move is that uh, the Carolina Hurricanes retired number two for – Glenn Wesley? I don't know. Glenn like,
0: Wesley's number is retired Wesley, by yeah. the Hurricanes?
1: Yeah, Glenn Wesley, number two, they retired. Why? Uh, That's weird. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, Glenn
0: Wesley's make – I don't know much about Rick Lay. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, even though I'm a massive hockey guy, I'd have to ask my dad. But Glenn Wesley with the Hurricanes makes no sense. That's crazy. I didn't even know his number was retired. Is it really retired? Yeah.
1: No, I'll I'll breeze through a couple of these next ones to get to the good good parts. We got sure. Next, we got Willie Horton in the Detroit Tigers. Uh, Rusty, There's some
0: weird thing with that. Yeah, I forget what it was. With weird. It. Rusty yep.
1: Staub in the Montreal Expos. Okay, um, he played I mean, he, he played for five different teams, right? Um, How he, long was he with
0: the Expos? For
1: three and a half. Of yeah,
0: two, no, that's bad. Nope, that's yeah. bad. That's bad.
1: Uh, Steve Garvey in the Padre in the Padres. That
0: made no sense. He was there Absolutely. for like a half a season, right?
1: right. No, nothing uh jimmy reese and the anaheim angels who the played, fuck is that Reese. he only played three seasons in the mlb that's all you have to say yeah. that's all you have to say uh,
0: did he die no
1: okay <laughs> he became a coach i believe after okay uh, that
0: that makes even less sense yeah. if he died it makes sense
1: randy jones san diego padres um can you give me
0: a quick rundown on that
1: he was a pitcher and he had a losing record overall he was okay 100,
0: yeah 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 but did he was he there for like 80 years
1: no, he he has a Cy Young to his name. That's what
0: it is. That's is still no. Yeah. You get the fuck out of here.
1: Uh Roger Maris with the New York Yankees. He
0: wasn't there for as long as people think he was. He also wasn't his career like wasn't that great.
1: No, so he had he had said he played for the Yankees for seven years and he only had
0: two good ones. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Though, so. Yeah, no, no, Maris should not be. And he was uh, He's not even Hall of Fame. What was it? right, he he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. What right. was his um what number is, is... nine. Nine, that's right. Nine, yeah. That's a big number too. A big number. Yeah. No.
1: Ray Bork in the Colorado Avalanche.
0: This is... Okay. This is a weird one. He was there for two years. People forget he didn't win it the year the Bruins traded him to the Avalanche. They lost in the playoffs. He won it the next year. So, I would not have... I don't know. That was their first... Was that their first... He was a big district? part of their run, but he was only there for a year and a half. He literally was there for a year and a half. This is... Uh, I'm going to – go. you know what? I know he was a lifelong Bruin. I'm going with no. Yeah. No. He no, should not I, be retired by the Avalanche. That's like a KG thing.
1: Right. right. Same right. thing right. kind of. I, I agree. I agree. KG a little bit longer but same principle.
0: Same right. Principle. Same principle.
1: Uh, Number 15, Tom Brookshire and the Philadelphia
0: Eagles. The fuck is that?
1: Um, This is more so like a – it seems to me like a uh, – um, an honorary thing because he he served two years in the Air Force. Um,
0: okay, I kind of I respect that. Yeah, then yeah,
1: well, that he missed two seasons to go serve. So uh,
0: was he good when he played?
1: Yeah, yeah, he was he was a Pro Bowler. Uh, but this was also back a while ago. This was in like the fifties, sixties,
0: right when people missed time due to war service. Right, right. Yeah. I got you. Uh
1: number fourteen, Brad Davis in the Dallas Mavericks.
0: Who the fuck is that?
1: Again, he was just a nobody point guard. Um, he <laughs> so Davis averaged his career he averaged four point nine assists
0: per game. that's all you
1: had to say eight point two points per game point eight steals per game, okay, so
0: you were a bench point guard, yeah, he was retired Who? yeah no
1: uh Yvonne labor in the washington capitals uh oh Yvonne LeBray? yeah, yeah.
0: sorry not to like correct no, you yeah
1: that's, that was, <laughs> um
0: uh, he's a was he wasn't he like a lifetime long capitals like guy
1: yeah, he was even like the team chef for a while, apparently.
0: Uh, <laughs> you know what? All right, I'm okay with that. Actually, <laughs> yeah. when you're playing roles off the ice like yeah. that, I'm I'm fine with it's that behind yeah. the scenes. And they're also saving money playing a paying a professional chef for you there to you fucking go. cook for the whole team. Yeah, I, re- I respect that.
1: Uh, Stevie Nelson, the New England Patriots. Um, yeah.
0: Steve Nelson, he played uh... no
1: mind blowing accomplishments. Okay. You know, that's like,
0: weird to me that the Patriots have one in question because they're notoriously stingy with the number right. retirings.
1: Well, he played 14 seasons all with the Patriots. Right. And don't forget, this was this was done pre Belichick era. You know what Didn't I mean? Did he
0: play in like the 70s? 70s, 80s,
1: 80s, 80s. Right. Yeah. Seven late 70s, 80s. I'm sorry.
0: He was like one of their better players. Like when they went to the Super Bowl and got shit pumped by right, the Bears, right. he was one of their better players. Yeah.
1: Right. For sure. Yeah. He, yeah. But they exactly the Bears pumped him in 85. But so he he was good. And he played 14 years all the Patriots. Not mind blowing by any means, but again, I think pre-Belichick craft era, it was a little bit easier to get your your, your number retired by the. I Patriots. think yeah,
0: maybe yeah, I think so.
1: Um, I, we got a lot of Yankees in here. Don Mattingly in the New York Yankees, number 23. Another uh, well, great number. number, number 23. Yeah. Um, it, it, but why the,
0: not Don Mattingly? Was he not there long enough? He they're, won a batting title for them, right? The
1: argument is that the Yankees were always very mediocre during his tenure. Like they went, but because to the
0: come. team was bad, doesn't mean he was bad. He won a batting title with them, did he not?
1: No, I'm not saying he was bad. I guess it, you, when you just think of some of the great players there and some of the success they had, they're just, I'm, mean, they're saying that they don't think. The
0: what are his accomplishments team? with the team? Does it listed? It?
1: Uh, we don't we don't have too much. No, it's it, it, you know, he was
0: a uh, he was an MVP. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he was an MVP. That's it's tough when it when it's a franchise like the Yankees. Right. It's tough.
1: That's what exactly that's what makes it tough. You're saying the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, Buddy Young in the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, that's got to be
0: a guy from the fucking yeah, 40s.
1: Yeah. As soon as I heard the nickname, the Bronze Bullet, I knew that was like some 50s yeah,
0: shit. Yeah, uh, He had
1: a 10, ten year career. Averaging 4.6 yards per carry and 28 yards per kickoff return.
0: That's kind of like good. I mean, that's, that's good. not bad. He yeah. also
1: averaged 15 yards of reception.
0: That's um, good. Yeah. This guy might not be that bad. I mean. But he only played three years. Okay. Nope. Points. Never mind. Yep. Yeah. Forget that. Uh, Unless he went to World War Two and died.
1: No. Did not happen.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh,
1: so that was we're in the top ten. That was top, that was number ten. Number nine, Wade Boggs in the Tampa Bay. Yeah, Bay
0: that's embarrassing days. Yeah, that's bad. He was there yep. for like two years. Yep, that yeah. was bad.
1: They just you know what's crazy? The Didn't the
0: Hall of Fame put him in as a Devil Ray too?
1: Oh, if played. I'm
0: not mistaken, I think he went in as a Devil Ray, which is fucking insane. Disgusting. If that's the case, yeah, it, it, that's it, disgusting.
1: I mean, they were just looking for anything to hit hang
0: in those rafters. In Why point. would you even want that if you're Tampa Bay? Though I don't understand. I don't know.
1: um Number 8 Vinny Johnson in the Detroit Pistons. Uh, okay. He was a sixth man for the Pistons on their championship teams in the 89 and 89 and 90. Did he play there his whole
0: career? <sighs>
1: he, I I I don't know if he played his whole career. He it says he 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 wasn't even good enough to start.
0: Yeah, uh, but they were loaded. That doesn't mean he was bad, you know no, what I mean? No,
1: but I don't know. Jersey retirement, num, you know, I
0: I think the Bruins have nailed this Jersey retiring thing better than anybody in professional – Like not professional sports, but at least no. hockey. And we
1: haven't seen any Bruins on the on this list yet. No, not yet, no. dude. but we could begin.
0: And you gotta think Chara, Bergeron, and Marchand are all headed there. Yeah. Probably to Karask too.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Right. Uh number seven, Nate McMillan in the Seattle Supersonics. See, see, yeah, we a lot of people I was just yeah.
0: I I knew as soon as you said Seattle Supersonics. Yeah.
1: Honestly, so here's here's the funny part. Uh They do a little player comparison here. They go, okay, player A for the Sonics averaged 5.9 points, 6.1 assists, and 1.9 steals in 12 seasons, right? Mm -hmm. Player B averaged 16.3 points, 6.7 assists, and 1.8 steals in 18 seasons. So same number of steals, slightly higher assists, three times higher points. And he played for six seasons longer.
0: Player B is Gary Payton. I was just gonna say, Player B had to be either Gary Payton. Gary Payton. I was gonna say it wasn't Sean Kemp because Sean Kemp didn't play that long. He like ate himself out of the league. But Gary Payton was around. Remember, he was on those Miami Heat teams later in his career. Yeah, a lot of people forget they had Gary Payton. The gloves, exactly. So, but Gary Payton's number is not retired by the Sonics. What?
1: But are you fucking shitting me? Nate McMillan's is.
0: How is Gary? He's the. Best player in franchise history.
1: Guess that's why they got a bitch about
0: it. That's <laughs> fucking crazy, yeah. man. Very that's, crazy. That's, a, that's a shame. That it really is a shame. shame. No, that's that's
1: a little ridiculous. And when they give you the, the the stack comparisons, that puts it into perspective, too. Like,
0: that is staggering. <laughs> yes. Nate McMillan was Cheeks. So,
1: yeah, it, literally, and he's his number's retired, Gary Payton.
0: Literally, his, like, so. bench player, role player, like, Cheeks level, like, you suck. What a great comparison too. This is this
1: is kind of funny. So I right, I kind of want to read this description. Yes, please do. So number six is the New Orleans Hornets and Pistol Pete Maravich. Oh, right?
0: okay. I was just about so, to. Okay. So yep.
1: They say I know what you're thinking. Pete Maravich was one of the most beloved NBA players of all time. He's a five star, five time All Star and made the NBA's 50th anniversary All Time team. Um, what's the problem with New Orleans Hornets retiring Pistol Pete's number? Because he played for the Jazz. Right, so that's kind of. So they just decided
0: to retire his number. Yeah,
1: he. I think he might be from New Orleans.
0: Think that like. is the only thing that could remotely make sense. I think he and is it from it still New doesn't. It's
1: still ridiculous, but yeah, he played for the Jazz and the Hornets retired his number. So that's that's
0: that's insane. That's a little. He weird. has to be from like. <laughs> he had to grow up in like the stadium, right? Like birthed in the stadium. Well,
1: they they keep the same trend going because just like number, with number six, we got Maravich in the Hornets retiring his number. Number five is how the Miami Heat he retired, retired Michael Jordan. Michael
0: Jordan's right, exactly. Yeah, that made no sense. No sense. I would. I was just trying to say. I was just thinking the ah, same okay. thing. okay.
1: And he says this is even more outrageous than Maravich because at least Pistol Pete played basketball at LSU. So oh,
0: okay. he had a connection right, right, to right. New Orleans. had a connection to New Orleans. Still ridiculous.
1: But Jordan has zero connection to Miami other than he probably flew down there for a couple of off-season trips. Like,
0: and also dropped 55 million points on you a 1,000 times yeah. in your building because you sucked in the yeah, 90s. So that's
1: a little bananas. Um, that's
0: so – that's embarrassing. That's, that's so bad. That's super embarrassing.
1: Uh, oh, OK. <laughs> this is pretty funny. So
0: – This is number three, right?
1: That's number four. Oh, OK. Number four is August Bush Jr. in the St. Louis Cardinals. And isn't
0: he like the son?
1: He's he's not even a player.
0: No, I know, that's what I'm saying the son, yeah. like of the Bush family that owns exactly. the fucking Cardinals. Exactly. So the, yeah. That's so weird. That's very weird. It's not enough that your family makes billions of dollars owning the St. Louis Cardinals. You need your number. It's what a weird that is the biggest sign of nepotism. Yeah. What has, the fuck his, is his, that?
1: It says his name's in the stadium and he hasn't played a single professional game in his career. But his
0: <laughs> it's not.
1: His jersey's retired.
0: What jersey? What jersey? You didn't play. You didn't have a jersey. What do you mean? Number.
1: He picked number what? eighty-five. I guess.
0: Okay. At least he didn't pick like a. No, at least they didn't pick like a. This like is ridiculous. That it's re- it's embarrassing to be honest with you. It's really weird. But um, what I continue. That's terrible.
1: This is actually kind of funny. Number three, Gene Autry in the Anaheim, Anaheim Angels. Yes.
0: Was he, he re- an announcer? No, no, Gina. He, I'm not. Giannachi.
1: He he wrote Christmas songs. He wrote Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer, and Here Comes Santa Claus. <laughs> Wait a
0: minute, man. <laughs> so this is this is getting so weird now. Yeah, th- oh, I'm actually
1: I'm glad we because I never do this. So I'm I didn't know this either, man. Reindings. This is yeah, crazy. That's a little bananas. Um, let's see. Number two, Carl Barger and the Florida Marlins. Um, <laughs> 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 so this has got uh, – all right, ready? This is funny. So who can forget the number of things Carl Barger did to, for the Florida Marlins? Pretty much everyone because he isn't even a player. Barger was the first president of the Florida Marlins in 1991.
0: So embarrassing. The
1: Marlins retired the number five because Barger's favorite baseball player was Joe DiMaggio.
0: <laughs> I just don't – under. how do you have a – like I don't – know. Crazy. It's such a Marlins thing, too. And you've had good players, too, come through that, that team.
1: Oh, okay. And then number one, this is kind of funny. This is like a collective thing. This They said number one is any number that is retired to honor the fans. So, like –
0: Oh, so um, like, the Seattle Kraken with the number 32 because they're the 32nd franchise. Shit like that. That's yeah, like, up yeah. there. Like um, a number six
1: for six man and like a number 12 for the 12th man. No, right. Do so know? doesn't
0: uh, Texas A&M have number 12 retired for the 12th man thing?
1: That, they might. I don't, they don't have it listed here, but I do agree. That's lame That's lame as that's fuck. Lame that's as so fuck weird.
0: Yeah. Seattle retiring number 32 because they're the 32nd NHL franchise. I'm saying I think that's lame as fuck. That's so stupid my opinion. Like the Kraken, I'm saying. Yeah, ridiculous. Well,
1: yeah, right off the bat, retiring number 32 is a little ridiculous. Like, I mean.
0: I get it's (sighs) not a common number. Some goalie might wear it someday. Like, I get that. But, like, it's just the idea.
1: But if I can be honest, I'm more okay with that than like retiring a number for the guy who wrote Frosty the Snowman.
0: Hundred thousand fucking percent. You know I, I mean? agree with like, you. So. That is yes. the weird. I gotta say, the Gene Autry thing is the weirdest, weirdest. thing I've ever heard. Especially because it's like the Anaheim. Like, did he did he write like like songs for the team? Did he write like some kind of like. Anaheim Angels, like ant, like you know, like jig or something like he, that. He, like, uh, he wrote uh, snow like a commercial j- or some shit. He wrote like
1: wintertime jingles for a place that never snows and goes below seventy degrees. That's what I'm saying. So- <laughs> but like,
0: is he obviously he's got to be from Anaheim, California. I, well,
1: now he has to be. I mean, let's. I mean, you
0: have to be. Otherwise, this is the most bizarre out of left field pun intended. Gene, he he was born in Texas. Did he grow up in California, though?
1: He died in California. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: don't, I don't know how long he was there. I don't know prior. how long he was there, but he died in California. <laughs> well you got to think he was probably in L.A for most of his career, and they were the L.A. Angels for a long time. Yeah. even still, it's, it's, it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's the, that's the, I would say that's the most ridiculous one. The most embarrassing one is Mr. B, is the Bush's kid.
1: That one, so, okay, the, the Autry one is the most, like, I can't even connect the dots. No, I, there's one. no dot to but connect yeah, there. The, you're the, correct. The, the one who is like, yeah, I own the team. I want my number attired. Like, I kind
0: of get it, but you look like a fucking douchebag.
1: Well, I already, not look like, that guy is a douchebag. I don't need to know anything more about him than to know that he's a douchebag. How's bag this? Like, All you
0: have to know is the fuck, how about the stadium? It's called Bush Stadium. Yeah. Everybody knows who you are. You're the Bush family, Anheuser busch Literally, you're like the biggest fucking domestic beer fucking distributor in in uh, the country. And you retired your fucking number, which <laughs> so weird.
1: Which again, who I didn't even know what the significance of that number was. Like he just wanted attention. Was he, he born them.
0: in 1985? I doubt it. Yeah, you're, you're right. Whatever.
1: But he, is, yeah. So he basically just wanted attention. Picked a number and said, "Retire this for me."
0: Yeah, the, I... loser 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 um moving on great segment uh Bruins are hot yeah I'm gonna go quick here um Bruins are hot I think they're clicking at the right time I still think they have a b-plus roster but listen with the if Swayman gets hot you don't know goalie gets hot you don't know you don't know if goalie gets hot anything can happen that's that's pretty much do you have as good a roster as Tampa Bay and Florida probably not I think you can beat Carolina you should be able to they're not tough. Their D isn't good.
1: As a hockey guy and a Bruins guy, can I ask you something? Yeah. Ha- has there been a team in all of professional sports over like the last 15 years, like since the Bruins won that cup in, what was it, 2007? 11. 11 2011. Uh All right, so let's call it the last the last decade. Like, Has mm-hmm. there been a team that has been consistently every year Knocking at the door of another ship, like in the playoffs,
0: decent squad, ready to make a run. Well, we missed the playoffs in- for a couple of years in like 15 and 16. But still, though, there's. It, you know, you know, they've been just, right there for been, like 15 been years. right yeah. there.
1: For, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. What other team has consistently been like right there knocking at the door like almost every year? No, they should that They role.
0: should have one more Stanley Cup at this point. 100%. I get that they lost to the Blackhawks in 13. That was a great series. Like the Blackhawks were a dynasty. The blues
1: when they lost to the, the Blue, Blues. Yeah, the man, Blues like was a tough was one.
0: Tough. That was the one you should have won. That yeah. was the one you should have won. But you know what? You, you, you didn't have enough. You weren't tough enough to win in the playoffs. You weren't. You played Toronto. You played fucking Carolina, both of which were bitch teams. And I forget who else you even played in that playoffs. Might have been the Capitals in the first round. Hmm. Somebody, I don't even know. That's how the Islanders beat you last year. Yeah. The Islanders weren't better than you skill-wise. They just outworked you. That was it. And then they got shit pumped in the semis. Yep. That's it. So I think they're tougher this year. I think Lindholm's been great. Um, Josh Brown helps a lot. And I think you got to just make the most out of what you get from your forward group. See how deep you are. See what you get. That's that's it. You got to just throw it at the at the wall here and just go. Yeah. And that's it. Um, Pats still suck. Yeah, I don't care about Devontae Parker. Do you? No. It's embarrassing, embarrassing to all these other moves. He's twenty nine. He's here hurt every year. He misses six games a year. I'm good. I don't yeah, care.
1: Yeah. Look, I mean, I'm not, I'm not doubting. The fact that he could come be a productive player for the Patriots. But But is he enough? No. A, he's not enough. And B, just given the lack of what the Patriots did with all of the available talent that was out there.
0: Listen, if you still had Brady, I'd be like, ooh, Bill isn't enough. There's no Bill effect. There's a Brady effect. There's no Bill effect. You know what I'm saying? There's no player that comes here unless it's like a defensive line. Some some guy, somebody on the defense, maybe like a linebacker or or a pass rusher or something that bill can get the most out of skill position players. No, no, there's no, if you brought some, look at Wes Welker, that's the Brady effect. Edelman Brady effect, right? These guys that ended up being like good like the Dion branch, Brady effect. Yeah. These guys would have been fucking, but look what happened when Dion branch left and went to Seattle for that like year. Matt Hasselbeck bum. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: There's a Brady effect. There's no bill effect, for skilled players at least. You know what I mean? Um, does Tiger make the cut? I, I go yeah because I don't think he would be playing if he th- didn't think he could. I,
1: you took the words right out of my mouth. I'm saying yes. I, I, look, all this – his leg, his leg, is he going to be – would he be ready to play all that so shit? The guy,
0: yeah, when was the last time he played?
1: It's theater. I mean it's all theater. theater Tiger, of Tiger Woods would not be there if he didn't – not only – was he healthy enough to play? He was healthy enough and playing well enough to win. Yeah. He's not an idiot. He's not going to show no. up there and embarrass himself. He doesn't
0: need the fucking money. No.
1: No. Tiger Woods is there
0: because he – He's also he not like desperate a for a championship. Game. Doesn't he have five wins? Does he have five Masters? Something crazy. Yeah. I think he does have this like is, five Masters, right? This
1: is – Yeah. I, I 2 And he just comes to play at the Masters. It's just different. Right. right? It's it different. is. You know what I mean? Like For him, it's like – it's like I I I just never doubt that he can come and put on a performance there. So I agree. He's got that going for him, and then like I said, just just like you said, it's it, it's a matter of the fact that like if he's there playing, he's healthy enough to win.
0: To win, yeah. So I'll take him to make the cut. Thousand, yeah, to make the cut, I think so, hundred percent. What do the scramble guys think? Uh, we actually didn't talk too much about Tiger, but
1: I Jeez. know they kind of have that. They kind of have that same amount of cautious optimism where like they don't want to like. Take away from everybody else in the rest of the tournament just because Tiger's playing. Mm -hmm. But they they do agree that, you know, he he could be a dangerous guy. Tiger's making the cut. Yeah. We're all, we all said, like, we're all going to take him to, like, make the cut and put
0: an outright on him just in case. Just Mm -hmm. because,
1: like, if you don't and he,
0: does like you're gonna hate yourself absolutely i feel bad for uh hideki what's his name matsuyama. i can't matsuyama dude the stiff neck is the worst thing in the world is 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 that is he, he's got like he, a pinch nerve in his neck uh, it's the worst so thing play? in the yeah. world no he's he's like working through it uh, all you can really do man is just massage that shit that is throw tough, some tiger balm yeah. on it but dude with a pro golfer it's different if like i'm waking up to tee off on like a saturday morning at 10 a.m and my neck is stiff a pro golfer who needs like the perfect amount of balance and everything and full range of motion. Dude, I, for anybody who deals with pinched nerves, I'm a chronic pinched nerve guy, or I was in the past. It's been a little bit better for me. I get about three a year. And it's the worst thing in the world. I know people that have had to have surgery on their neck because it's so bad. The pinched nerve is the worst. It sucks. Feel bad for anybody dealing with it. I hope he figure he gets it situated because that's, that's the worst. It could just happen at any time. You have no idea why. It sucks. Exactly. Um, Eagles made this huge pick with the Saints. This draft pick swap thing. Um, Is I it think huge? The, yeah, it's pretty big. Dude, the Saints picked up two first round picks from them. They had three.
1: So what? What? What exactly? Can, can you go over? Let's Let's look at. Yeah, up. let's what look at the this?
0: deets here. Get some deetsy up here. You know. Hey, your graphics not on the TV behind me. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, We're not even on camera. I'm just breaking your yeah, balls down. Don't give a fuck. Um. All
1: right, so the Eagles have agreed. Eagles have agreed. Have oh, agreed. The Eagles <laughs> have agreed. All right, so this is interesting. They don't <laughs> I'm sorry,
0: dude. The Eagles have agreed.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I'm yeah, sorry. I keep talking. Keep no, talking. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've I'm never sorry. said that word in my life. Yeah, that's that um, was electric, man. Oh, my God. So this is very
1: interesting. okay. So the eagle, the Saints received two twenty-two first-round picks, number sixteen and nineteen, and a
0: twenty-twenty-two sixth-round pick. What yeah, is- the seagull, the, the sea uh, Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The Eagles had sixteen, eighteen, and nineteen, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Right.
1: No, 16, 19. 16 and nine. Yes, they did. Yeah.
0: And now they just have eighteen. Right. Okay. I mean, I get why the Eagles did it because it's like, dude, you're a, you're a playoff team. It's not like you like really needed a ton of help. You know what I mean? Now you're just databasing yourself for the future. And now you'll have healthy drafts for the next three, four years, two, three years, which good for you. Yeah, you might not have needed three first round picks this year.
1: I kind of like it because this is one of the worst drafts in a while. There's you not so? a lot of talent in this draft.
0: Really? Yeah. There's a couple of good wide
1: receivers. That's about it. There's no good quarter. it's a, it's a bad quarterback class. It's is just, it
0: really a bad quarterback class? Yeah,
1: it's just a, it's overall a down year for the draft. So, uh a lot of people have even been saying that. So, I actually kind of love the Saints deciding to to defer those picks for for later years.
0: Well, you yeah. mean the Eagles.
1: Sorry, Eagles. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Take yeah. a shot in the first round. You know what I mean? See which is address a need, hope for the best. And go from there. Right. I get it. Um, Ryan Whitney's take on NHLs on skilled players in the NHL. Did you see this? I did. So he actually, like, he basically went on and was like, because after this whole thing with, like, the Coyotes and the, and the Ducks, did you see this happen? I did. No. So the Ducks are up 5-0. There's two minutes left in, like, the third quarter. Third period. Sorry. Wow. Puck goes on net, and, like, Zegers is, like, digging at the goalie. Now, huge scrum breaks out. Somebody cross-checks him in the back. And then Jay Beagle jumps on like Troy jumps Troy Terry and starts like wailing on him, punching him, and he like cut Terry up pretty bad. He's got a big cut on his eye, like really like kind of fucked him up. And Zegers is talking after the game like it's embarrassing. He should be punished, disciplined. And while I think Beagle's a loser for jumping a kid that like wasn't really trying to fuck with him, um, also Beagle's like not tough. He's got like three career fights, and one of them he got fucking absolutely pieced on, like legit knocked out cold at center ice. Um, I agree with Zegras that like Beagle, like going over the line was a little bit bullshit Uh, as far as like jumping a guy who like still had his gloves on and shit like that. Like, I think that's chicken shit, but Whitney is right where it's like, you can't build an NHL team of all skill. These, all these fast skill camp kids just trying to Michigan goals and shit like that. That that, like, it's never going to work. And if guys want to dip and doodle and do that, do that shit, like embarrass guys and stuff, somebody's going to punch you in the face. I'm sorry. Somebody's going to get equal somehow. And you can't sit there and bitch about it. You either stick up for yourself and handle it, or you, you you just accept it for what it is. That's it. You can't sit there and just be a bitch about it. You know what I mean? I I, 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 I know where Whitney's coming from. He's like, you can't just build a whole team of these like fast skill camp kids. It's not going to work. You'll always have big, heavy guys that'll kick the shit out of them and make their, their life miserable on the ice, as there should be able to be. That's the parody in the game. You know what I mean? Not everybody's the same player and everybody can be effective in different ways. So I, I get like Anaheim, like, again, like, should you be digging at the goalie with two minutes left in a five nothing game? No, no, you shouldn't. You deserve it. The zing with the, the cross check from behind, I think was enough. At that point, you got to let a kid know, like, stop fucking around, like, cut the shit. And if a dude gets crazy, obviously, like, handle business. You know what I mean? I thought Beagle going at Troy Terry was chicken shit, personally. Um, I think Beagle's chicken shit. I think he's a chicken shit player and has been his whole fucking career. Um, Not tough. Chose a weird time to get tough with a kid who's not a fighter, right? And by all accounts, I guess I shouldn't say it's Beagle. Neither are you, because what I've seen from you dropping the gloves is pathetic, to be quite honest with you. Um But I get Whitney's point. He's right with these skill camp kids in the NHL shouldn't just think that, oh, the league should just let us play our game. No, no, you shouldn't. If you start taking lumps and hits because of it, so be it, tough shit. It's the show, kid. Figure it the fuck out. You know what I mean? You're not just going to Michigan guys every game and do this through the legs bullshit and dipsy doodle and try and embarrass guys. You can try and do that. Sure, it's the same thing as the bat flip in the MLB. You can bat flip, Sure. It's the pitcher's right to put 98 in your face the next the next at bat. You want a bat flip? Okay, cool. Get 97 in your rib cage the next at bat, though. That's fine. I'm fine with that. If guys want to do that and that creates conflict in sports, I like it. That's fine. Um, and this goes back to the NHL officiating with, like, Patrick Maroon. and Did you see, like, this Patrick Maroon and Wayne Simmons thing? I did not know. They both got a misconduct for like chirping each other from the bench. Give me a fucking break. That's emb- to be the the referee that called that, I'd be embarrassed. Two grown men shit talking each other in a professional sport. And you're throwing guys in timeout for saying mean things to each other? Give me a fucking break. Disgusting. That's disgusting. That's embarrassing. Like that's a joke.
1: Well, it's the same way now like in the NFL how they're penalizing people taunting for taunting is a it's joke. Like they're, taunting they, is a they joke. They're trying to take the sport and just just put all these constraints on. Constraints it. on it's crazy. disgusting.
0: It's so embarrassing. The NHL should be fucking embarrassed that they're officiating this year cuz it's a joke. Sports officiating in general is just horrendous. I've never seen a worse state of officiating across all four professional sports personally. I I, I think it's just a joke at this point. The NHL, what are you doing? That is so – if you're the ref making that call, I, I, that's just uh, – how do you even look at yourself? Uh, I don't understand. How do you get respect from the players for the rest of your career? It's a joke. Super joke. It's a fucking joke. What else are we finishing with here? Um, All right. My top five Massachusetts pizzas. We're going to get local for a second here. Jay Fine, feel free to chime in on some South Shore stuff here if you need okay. it. Okay. Uh, number five, I'm going on Berto's in the North End. You ever had it?
1: I have actually. It's
0: the only Sicilian slice that I like. I don't like bakery pizza. I don't like square like big thick pizza. Umberto's right. is the only one I like because of that, because it feels a niche. It's getting number five for me. Number four is Linwood. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna go with Linwood.
1: Yeah, it's a South Shore powerhouse.
0: Gotta give the South Shore Powerhouse on there. Even if my experience with it is limited, I gotta I gotta show respect where it, it apparently do. Um three is Riverview in Ipswich. Home of the personal pie. Love Riverview. Two is Angela's coal-fired pizza in Saugus. Um, uh, love everything they do there. Pizza tastes fresh, great ingredients, great use of basil. Love it. And number one is Kelly Square Pub in East. don't know if you've ever had it, but we have to go sometimes. It's the best pizza in the state. All right. It's unbelievable. Um, people are going to be mad. Santarpio's isn't on this list. I think Santarpio's is not bad. Just overrated. Have you had Santarpio's? I have. Too heavy of a pizza for me. It's a fork and knife pie. It's like 80% sauce. I'm not a big sauce guy. Right. I'm just not. I don't think it's a top five pizza. I think it's good and you should go try it. And you should, you should. I don't think it's a top five. I don't think it is either. No. Again, I think it's worth buying. It's worth eat. Like, it's worth going there 100%. Like, you should. It's like, I'm not saying it's bad pizza.
1: So, uh, actually, all right. Ba- going off of that, real quick, I want to give a shout out yeah. to the brew house in Braintree. Okay. Uh, little dive bar, hole in the wall. You know, Okay. Braintree locals know it, but. One of the best bar pizzas uh, around. Get think, the fuck out of here! Yeah. Really, yeah, absolutely. Should um, I go try
0: it on my way home? You here? should. Yeah,
1: you should get the ch- chicken, chicken bacon ranch pizza. I'm a cheese guy. Oh, cheese. The cheese is phenomenal. Cheese really, is phenomenal. It's one of my favorite. They cheese do like personal there. pizzas, like yeah, little ones. Little personal bar pizzas. They're absolutely delicious.
0: The brew house and Braintree. Brew I'm going Braintree, here yeah. after Braintree, and trying Braintree Brew
1: House. About five minutes from here.
0: Okay, trying it after. Um, I'm literally trying it after this.
1: So my, I guess my question was going to be. Uh, In the within the local chains that exist in Massachusetts, Papaginos is is the best one. Papaginos. Papaginos is
0: the best chain restaurant, Uh, pizza. I'm like, I'm sorry. It is. How do you
1: feel? How do you feel about that compared to Regina's?
0: Regina's. I like Regina. Um, I I I, I grew up with Regina. Like my dad. Again, my family's like my dad's like a North End guy. Right. So like I grew up like always having the Regina some form, whether it was a Polkari's or whether it was at somewhere else. It's a good pizza, Regina's is good. I just don't love it. Okay. Maybe because I'm so overexposed to it. Yeah, that makes sense. But I, lo- I, I'm not saying it's bad. Again, it's good pizza. You should like go, absolutely go like try it and like have it. Top five in the state? No.
1: No. No. I'll, I'll say I'll say one thing real quick while we're on pizza. So sure. I was in New York City two weekends ago, mm-hmm. I believe, uh, for a business meeting in. First off, in New York, I've never seen, you know, I don't know if you've been recently, but there is like per square foot, there's the mo- there's the most pizza shops in the world. Like it's crazy. Every fifteen feet in Manhattan, wherever you are, there's a pizza shop. Someone selling pizza, right? And, you know, we're obviously there walking around, you know, for a couple of days. And over the course of those couple of days, my girlfriend and I stopped, you know, a couple of different places, got a slice here and there. And the sli- the New York slices are great, right? They're thin, they're big. they're, they're the slice crispy. is tough
0: to execute because if it's been sitting out a while it it sucks it
1: is tough it's it's very tough. but then one of the nights we went to ah, uh, I forget the name of the place, but it's supposed to be the best pizza in New York and the best pizza in the country. John's on Bleecker Street. I believe so. it might be. I believe it was it was definitely
0: Bleecker Street. It was Bleecker Street something it's Joe, it's Joe or Joe's or John. I forget what it is. yeah, yeah, it's like Prez's favorite pizza ever right.
1: Um, I think
0: it's John's of Bleecker Street.
1: Yes. So the, Bleecker Street is 100% it, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't haul harp on me and I know I only got the cheese and it was a very good slice. But the difference between like the slice from Bleecker Street and the slice from like a normal spot in Manhattan was negligible for me. Really? Negligible.
0: No shit. Yeah. I don't, That's a really interesting
1: take. Yeah. Just saying.
0: Wow, I don't know. I haven't really tried too much New York pizza. What I have tried, I wasn't overly impressed. Um, I think from what it seems like, New Haven is the pizza capital of America. New Haven, Connecticut.
1: You know, I've heard that a few different times now from people.
0: Yep. This I
1: I'm, I'm curious because I don't think I've ever gone. Down the, the original Frank
0: Pepe's is in is New it? Haven. Yeah, Sally's a pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Modern Pizza, I think, is down there too. There's a bunch. It's like like pizza capital of fucking America. All right. New Haven, Connecticut. Imagine that. I've
1: heard a few people say that before. Yeah.
0: Prez says yeah. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, top five underrated food items from places you wouldn't expect. Okay. So this is like places that are known for certain things or like chain supermarkets that you think are just kind of have this generic shit that actually like really execute some certain things really well. I would love to hear your guys' opinion on these. Here we go. Number five is the clam chowder from Market Basket. Um, it's really fucking good. It's damn good. It's probably just as good as legal seafood, I would say. Like, it's up there. It's really that good. I'm okay. a big clam chowder snob.
1: Yeah.
0: I Market Baskets is really good. Okay. Um, number four is the Stop and Shop brand chocolate chip cookies that come in the plastic container. Like the circular one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The soft ones. Yes. Insane. Okay. Those are unbelievable. I'll give you that. Okay. Number three, I'm going to keep fucking – I'm going to keep Stop and Shop on here. They're fried chicken. Also unbelievable. Okay. Unreal. They sell it in little strips. They sell it in drumsticks. They sell like bags of like just pieces of chicken, like breast. It's unbelievable. Um, Number two is going to be the chicken broccoli ZD Alfredo from Anthony's Roast Beef in Stoneham. Anthony's Roast Beef in Stoneham has the best chicken broccoli ZD Alfredo I've ever had in my fucking life. It's incredible. I hope it's the same way I used to get it all the time back when I lived in Stoneham. God. It's like 2014, 15. Hope it's the same. I know the, the name changed. The owners changed, but they kept a lot of the same recipes. Best chicken, broccoli, CD Alfredo I've ever had. Also underrated, Papa Jackson Revere on Broadway. I'm going to throw that in there. And number one is the cheeseburger from Kelly's Roast Beef. Hmm. It's thin. If you haven't had Kelly's Roast Beef, it's a North Shore-like semi mini-franchise thing. It's like a thin patty. It's almost like Wendy's. Okay, I get the double cheeseburger, yeah, the way they do the cheese is perfect. The bun is fucking perfect. The ketchup is perfect. like the like the the patty's like crispy on the outside it it is unreal. I'm also gonna shout out the cheeseburger from Bell ILC food and Winthrop. Okay. They give you a cheese. It's like a cheese. dude. it almost like it's a regular like barbecued like cheeseburger like you would cook on a grill. yeah, super simple. the bun's really light, and you get the fries with it too, and it's like seven bucks. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. But Kelly's roast beef, everybody thinks like, oh, roast beef, yeah, yeah. The cheeseburger is phenomenal. Telling you right. right now. Might be the best in the state, burger-wise. I swear to God. Um, and with that, Jay Fine, that is going to wrap today's episode. All right. For our no show notes really planned. How's it going? This is a great episode. Yeah. Great episode. Hopefully, we're back next week with a guest. We have so many clips from this podcast that we can put out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh,
0: my God. It's a matter how much time Jay Fine has. Um, yeah, guys, thank you for episode seven. We're seven episodes in. Um, take it easy. Again, I'm your boy Mark Lewis. Jay Fine was here today, uh, taking over the second mic producer role. And yeah, um, great episode, guys. We will see you next week. Uh, I'm glad we came and recorded this episode. I really didn't have anything planned. I had a busy week. I had a lot going on. I was stressed out all week. And I'm glad. I'm glad we ended up coming here and doing this. So like. Sometimes if you don't feel it, guys, if you don't feel like you got your best, sometimes you go out and just kind of like forget about the plan and just roll with it. Works out pretty well. See you guys on TikTok, IG, and Spotify and Apple Podcasts. See you guys later. Take it easy.